Hey, this is Steve Campbell from the C3 Church. Thank you for joining us for this podcast. Our prayer for you is that you'll be blessed, equipped, and enabled as you listen to this message. God bless you. Well, welcome. We are continuing our series on everyday wisdom. Today, we're going to be looking at how to make wise decisions. I've got a question for you today. My question is, what do you want? What do you want in life? If you could have anything in the world, what would you want? Right now, that answer might be different than it would have been three months ago. Maybe you just want to see loved ones right now or for the world to be rid of this virus or to go back to normal, whatever normal might be. This time has given us a whole new perspective on what is really important. So I ask you again, what do you want? It's a question that we ask ourselves every now and again, but it's a question that people were asking of Jesus. And actually, it was a question that Jesus asked of other people. One day he was walking away from Jericho, he's on the road, and there was two blind men on the side of the road, and they heard that Jesus was coming. And they shouted out to Jesus, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. And the crowd said, shh, shh, be quiet, be quiet. But they didn't stop. They carried on. They said, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. They caught Jesus' attention and Jesus stopped. And he said, what do you want? What do you want me to do for you? Lord, they answered, we want our sight. And Jesus had compassion on them and he healed them. And he gave them back their sight. And the guys got up and they followed Jesus. You see, it would seem obvious that it would be the sight that the people, the men would want. And yet Jesus asked them to ask specifically, what is it that you want from me? You know, the same was asked of Solomon one time in the middle of the night. God spoke to him and he asked him and he said to him, ask for whatever you want me to give you. Can you imagine that? If God asked you whatever you would want in life, you could have it. Ask from me. What would it be right now? Gold, finances, health, maybe for this virus to cease. Maybe for you right now, it's loo rolls. That's what you really need right now. Whatever your circumstances are, all valid requests. But Solomon, he wasn't in a situation that we're in. He wasn't on lockdown. He was a man with responsibility for the people. He had to judge the people. He would be the equivalent of sitting in the crown court and he was making decisions all day long of what was right and what was wrong and how to lead the people. His answer to God, do you want to hear it? He says, your servant is here among the people you have chosen, a great people, too numerous to count or number. So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. For who is able to govern this great people of yours? You know the Lord's response? He was pleased with Solomon and he was pleased what he'd asked for. So God said to him, since you have asked for this and not for a long life or for wealth for yourself or for the death of your enemies, i.e. to make your life easier, but for discernment in administering justice, I will do what you have asked for. I will give you a wise and discerning heart so that there will never be anyone like you, nor there ever will be. Moreover, I will give you what you've not asked for, both wealth and honor, so that in your lifetime you will have no equal among kings. And if you walk in obedience to me, 
I will give you long life. I love this. He didn't ask for himself, but he asked that his life would be used for the good of the people. He didn't ask for his own needs, but that he would be a vessel of justice, knowing what is right and what is wrong. And because of that, God gave him so much more. He gave him honor. He gave him wealth. He gave him long life. He asked for wisdom and a discerning heart. That word there, discernment, in the Hebrew is mispat, which has a meaning not only of decisions, but also the divine principles on which the decision was made. You see, we all have decisions to make in life, but it's where we get that wisdom from to actually be able to make those decisions. Solomon was obviously a wise man. He was obviously an intelligent man. He wrote over 3,000 proverbs, and he wrote over 1,005 songs. And he also was, had an encyclopedic knowledge of animals and plants. You can see that in the scriptures, that he was obviously very intelligent. But you know the greatest achievement that Solomon made? He actually built the temple. That was something that was asked of David to do, but Solomon was able to complete the building of that temple. He brought together the sacrifices that were of the Old Testament of the old, the sacrifices brought together with the Ark of the Covenant and had one place where they could be held. You know, he knew that God couldn't be contained within a building. And we know that even more so at these times, that God is not contained within buildings. He's out on the streets. He is everywhere. But he prayed that God's presence would be there in the temple. That temple was a huge, huge building. It must have taken so many decisions, so many judgment calls to make. But Solomon did that, and that was a great achievement. He was obviously a wise man. And you know, he's given to us the gift of some of his wisdom. He's given a gift to each and every one of us that he's written down many things about wisdom, many different proverbs here in the book of Proverbs so that we can understand more about wisdom and we can make wise decisions. He was, proverbs was written by Solomon and two other wise men. In fact, he tells us that there are four responses when he talks about wisdom. There are four responses towards wisdom. Three responses are a bit of a negative response. You see, some people will say and be given wisdom and given advice when they want to make a decision, and yet they'll not listen to it. They'll actually hear it, but it'll go one ear and through the other. It'll actually not take on that wisdom and not move forward. And this, I'll show you here in different ways of the Proverbs chapter 1, verse 22. It says about how long will you simple ones love your simple ways? Some people who are simple, it's taking it in that, but in the sense, it's taking it in the sense that somebody who hasn't learned a lot about life, they're simple, and but they're saying, don't stay in your simple ways. We could liken that to a student who goes, leaves home, and blows all the grant and spends all the time in the college bar, not realizing that actually you have to put a work in in order to get the prize. Over time, we learn if if we're willing to listen to wisdom, we learn that actually you have to put the work in in order to get to the prize. You have to budget if you, have to, if you want to be responsible with finances. And to Solomon was saying here, how long will your simple ones love your simple ways? Don't stay in your simplicity, but learn wisdom. Learn to make decisions with people that can help you to make those decisions. Otherwise, life will do a number on you. It also says, how long will mockers delight in mockery? You know, some people are mockers and they'll mock 
even if there is good wisdom given to them, even if there's good advice given to them. They'll mock. Mockers will always mock. It's like the critic who will always find something negative to say. But he's asked here and says, how long will you delight in your mockery? Don't stay in your mockery, but learn wisdom so that you can make good, wise decisions. And he also says, and fools hate knowledge. Those are the ones that will hear what is good, what is right, what is wise in decisions making, and yet they'll not put it into practice. It'll go in one ear and out through the other. Don't be a fool. He says, don't be simple. Don't stay in your simple ways. Don't be a mocker. Don't be somebody who is foolish and hates wisdom and hates knowledge. But actually seek wisdom, seek understanding in order to make good decisions. That is the fourth response. And we're going to read Proverbs 2 to you now to find out about the response of how we can actually gain that wisdom, how we can find wisdom to make good decisions. It says in Proverbs 2, My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turn your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding. Indeed, if you cry out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as silver and search for it as for a hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He holds success in store for the upright. He is a shield to those whose walk is blameless. For he guards the course of the just and protects the way of his faithful ones. Then you will understand what is right and just and fair, every good path. Then you will understand and then you will make wise decisions. When you've sought for it, you've looked for it. You've looked for knowledge. You've looked for understanding. You search for it as like a hidden treasure. And then you will understand the fear of the Lord because the source of wisdom is in the Lord, the fear of the Lord. Solomon is saying he's very clear where wisdom is found. Firstly, he tells us that wisdom can be found from the instructions from parents or from those that have led us into godly ways. But then he expands this and puts the onus on the individual to keep learning, keep growing, keep asking for wisdom. Then you'll find God himself, since God is the source of wisdom's. You might not have the responsibility of Solomon. By his wise decisions, he became the richest and the greatest king of all. But we do have decisions to make every single day. I ask you again, what do you want? Or maybe what do you want to become? If you want to become a wise person, if you want to have a successful life, then seek wisdom. The decisions we have to make these days have become limited, really, of the last few days. We've got less decisions for us to make. But we still have to decide how we're going to use our time, who we're going to speak to, what we're going to eat, what we're going to wear, simple decisions. Who are we going to become through this time? Making these types of decisions is a form of self-leadership. John Maxwell said, if you wouldn't follow yourself, why should anyone else? During this time, let's continue to make wise decisions, seeking knowledge, seeking to put that knowledge into practice with understanding, and then we will find the wisdom of God. You know what God says in his word, if you lack wisdom, then ask me for it, and he will generously give it to us because he is a generous God. 
And Jesus said that he has actually come and he want, somebody greater than Solomon has come. He was meaning about himself. I am greater than Solomon. I've come with a wisdom on here on the earth for you. Jesus actually is the source of wisdom. He embodies wisdom. And we ask Jesus for wisdom. He will give it to us. He will grant it to us. If we have a decision to make, then ask Jesus. He will help you with those decisions. When we use his principles to make those decisions wisely. He gave us a parable one time, a parable about what to build your life on. The wise and foolish builders. And he said that there were two builders. And he said, those who hear uh, these words of mine and put it into practice are not like a foolish builder, but like a wise builder. Because when the rain came down and the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house, it didn't fall because it had its foundations on the rock. Do you want to build your life on something strong, on a strong foundation, on a strong rock? Do you want a successful life that can stand in the midst of the storms, that can stand in the, when the winds come or when the rains come? Do you want a life that is built on success? Then build your life on Jesus. He is the rock. He is the one that gives us wisdom to help us make wise decisions. And you know those principles in order to help us to make those decisions? It was asked of Jesus, what are the summary of the laws? What are the principles that we can live by? And he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. As we seek to make decisions, and there may be many decisions, grand decisions, big decisions that we have to make in life and these times, then talk to God. Ask him for wisdom. He will grant you the wisdom. But, you know, make those decisions in the principle of love, loving God and loving one another. Make what does your life look like? What do you want in life? I asked you the question, what do you want? Do you want a successful life? Then build your life on Jesus Christ. Ask him for the wisdom and make every decision in the principle of love. You know, that is the wisest decision that you could ever make, that you could follow this man, Jesus. Maybe you've been following him for many years. Keep following him. Keep turning to him. Keep looking to him for wisdom. Keep building your life on that rock. Or for others of you, it might be the first time that you've ever contemplated or thought about following this man, Jesus. He says, if you follow and build on this rock, then you will have a successful life that will cope with the storms of life. You know, I'd love to lead you in a prayer right now. I'd love you to bow your heads and to pray this prayer with me. And so that we ask and seek this King Jesus, that he will be Lord in our lives. Let's pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you are the source of wisdom. As I put my trust in you today, I ask that you will lead me like you led Solomon that I would make wise choices and that I would choose a life of love. In your name I pray, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We pray it's been a blessing to you. 
Why not share it with your friends and family through social media? If you're not on the regular podcast list, then why don't you subscribe? Thank you especially to those that give. If you want to give to this ministry, you can go to our website, thec3.uk slash giving and get involved. God bless you. Thank you.